Bridger Nation, what is up? We are back and better than ever with a new edition of the Weekly Rundown. This week we've got results from the Louisville Loving the Hills, Algonquin 50K, and Beast of Burden. We'll also tell you all the news you need to know, but first, let's see what Wes has to say about Mr. Barty. What's crackalackin' Ridge Runner Nation? You will be surprised, but we have another Paul Barty streak update. Again, he's already completed the weekly half marathon this week with Hugh. It featured a Ridges loop. Paul claimed that it was a grind. We've all been there, Paul. Just keep throwing up those deer emojis and things will come back around. We'll see you next week. This gorgeous race was started in 2004 by Eric Grossman in the Jefferson Memorial Forest of Louisville, Kentucky. Originally just a 50K, this race has grown over the years by adding a 15 and six mile option. According to the website this year, there was a new Yost Trail for the runners. First place female in the 50K went to Sally Thompson in five hours, 56 minutes, followed by Jesse Gross and Wendy Allen in six hours, 12 minutes and six hours, 18 minutes respectively. On the men's side, we saw Bob Adams finishing with an impressive four hours, 34 minutes, Justin Agler in four hours, 41 minutes, and Sean Jagabowski in four hours and 57 minutes. Congrats to all the Louisville Love the Hills finishers. The Algonquin 50K took place this past weekend in Pocomoke City, Maryland. I should have gotten down to this race now that it's not too far from me. But even though I wasn't there, the rest of the East Coast was as we saw 252 runners finish the 50K distance. That's just absolutely incredible. This course features a beautiful out and back that features miles and miles of single track trail. If you're looking for a 50K PR, this course is for you as the course is flat. Rev up those engines. Rob Koslick from California took the top spot overall, running a time of three hours, 49 minutes. Holly Smith from Delaware took the top spot for the women, running an impressive time of four hours, 21 minutes. Both of those times were course records. Impressive work. We did have one Ringrunner Nation member who was out on the course, and this guy did something that I didn't even know existed. The Algonquin 50K is the second leg of the Del Marva Ultra Challenge. For leg one, runners start off by running a 50K distance at 9 p.m. Friday night and must be done by the start time of the Algonquin 50K, which is 7.30 a.m. the next day on Saturday. Then they have to complete that race. This is the second year of the challenge and I only expect that it will grow in popularity. This year, Andrew Wah was the one who was out there and he just absolutely crushed it. He said uh, he's doing some, some aches and pains, but he got through it, got through the grind of basically doing a 100K um, race. So well done, Andrew, super impressive. And lastly, I wanna give a quick shout out to the three finishers of the race that were under 23 years old. Impressive work from everyone and I'm excited to pencil this race in on my calendar for 2021. We know you can run 100 miles, but you can run it through the hills of the highest mountains and through the heat of the sun in the desert valleys. But can you run it in the heart of winter through inches or feet of snow? Are you ready to unleash the beast inside of you and run 100 miles on the frigid, historic Erie Canal towpath? Ladies and gentlemen, throw away your razors for the new year. This winter, you're going to need all the insulation you can muster. That is directly off the website for the Beast of Burden. I'm not sure if it's the cold or completing the 25 mile out and back loop course four times that's worse. Either way, this race will test your mental toughness. The Beast of Burden 200 mile ultra marathon series is a two part series, including a 100 mile in the summer and 100 mile in the winter, each offering their own unique challenges. Pete Kosinick took the first place in the 100 mile with 16 hours and 54 minutes, following up closely by Cameron Bowser in 17 hours, 26 minutes. And on the women's side, the only female finisher was Kimberly 
Pie Creek in 26-25. And now it's time for our Ridgeline news segment. The first piece of information I discovered this week is that you can delete comments that you post on Strava. All you have to do is swipe left after the comment is created. So make sure that you leave a comment on your friend's post and delete it quickly. They will still get a notification, but there won't be any comment there. Play nicely with this information. This weekend, there's a very special Valentine's Day event taking place in Cleveland, Ohio for all of you single runners. Hosted by Jessica Croissant in her podcast, Eat Clean, Run Dirty, formerly known as Sugar Stride, this event is a speed dating 5K. You'll be paired up with three compatible running partners, one each mile of the 5K, speed dating. This event is $25 to participate, which includes the run, the dinner at Town Hall, which will be incredible if you've never been there, must check out spot in Cleveland, and a beer from Town Hall as well. I feel like I need live coverage from this event because it can either go one of two ways and I'm here for it nevertheless. We will put a link to the event in the description below. Lastly, congrats to Jess who absolutely crushed the Orcas Island 100 miler in Washington State this past weekend. Ridgewood Nation, we want to thank everyone for their comments, submissions, and suggestions. We're going to leave the poll up until the end of the day on Friday. If you have someone you know would make a great guest on our show, let us know. If you want to hear about a naked man running in the woods, you're going to want to check out the most previous episode with Jessica Kapowitz and Clarissa Hitchin. Okay, so I think some of you may have heard this on Strava, but yeah, I was out for a long run one day and it was right after a lot of storms came through Athens and- Summer? Yeah, it was this summer. past summer, spring, yeah. So it was, and there was a lot of trees down on Hickory. So I was like already like just saying the F word like every two seconds. So I had to crawl over trees and through branches. And all of a sudden I heard this rustling <laughs> up in front of me. And I, I kid you not, uh, there was a dude sprinting, like jumping over trees, no shorts on. It was uh, quite the interesting story. Lastly, if you have something that you want to see in the show, make sure to tag us on any of our social channels. We check them all the time, so make sure that you reach out to us, whether it's some photos, uh, group run, whatever it may be, there's always some good stuff going on. So let us know what you're up to, Ridge Runner Nation, and we'll make sure to highlight that. And with that, thanks for tuning into this week's rundown from the Ridge Runners. Be sure to check back next week to stay updated on all things trail and ultra, mostly east of Mississippi. In addition, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit that bell below if you'll be notified every time we release a new video. And if you're enjoying our shows, give it a share with your friends and hit that like button along the way. I'm your host, John Dolovacki. The other guy is Wesley Harton, and we'll see you next week on The Weekly Rundown. Yeah.